Uncle Sam is getting their money. Taxes are going up in 2026, starting January 1st. So doing those Roth conversions now, you may pay a little bit more. But again, working with your CPA and us, your financial advisor, you're going to be able to figure out exactly what that cost is going to be and come up with the best plan possible. a regular gym routine. When was the last time you checked on your financial fitness? If you're feeling like you're falling behind, Ed Sedell is here to help with The Retirement Trainer, a podcast about helping you get into better financial shape. Every week, Ed talks about things you need to know to become more financially fit for your future. Learn about things like how much money will you need, financial mistakes other people often make, and how you can avoid them. Plus, details on The Retirement Fitness Plan, a plan Ed personally created to help you get to and through retirement by focusing on five key areas of your financial life. Learn more about the retirement fitness plan when you visit egsifinancial.com and click on processes. Then subscribe, follow, and listen to The Retirement Trainer on Apple Podcasts, your iHeart app, or whichever podcast platform you prefer. It's The Retirement Trainer with Ed Sedell, a podcast about finding ways to help you become financially fit for your future, no matter what financial shape you're in now. This time last year, we were all looking forward to the beginning of the new year and a return to normal life. The importance of being prepared became very clear. In 2022, we've seen the economy shift, plus ongoing labor shortages, disruptions to supply chains, and high inflation. We don't know what 2022 will look like and beyond, but what we do know is that you can create a plan that helps you weather future storms and achieve retirement goals. This starts by making a commitment to schedule a complimentary meeting so that we can discuss what you want your retirement to look like. What are your biggest concerns and how can we help? This is Leanne Sedell, and here to help us with all our questions and give us some guidance to stay in the best financial shape possible, the retirement trainer, Ed Sedell. Hi, Ed. Hey, Leanne. What's going on? It is a new day. It, it is, it is and, and it's the end of the year, right? Do, do a little house cleaning, that kind of stuff. Oh, wrapping of gifts, getting all ready. Checking it twice. I actually like listening to Christmas music like now. <laughs> I might not like listening to it in another two weeks, but I do like listening to it. Gets me definitely in the spirit. It does. It does. Um, you know, today we're, we're just going to, you know, talk about, you know, why you need a plan, financial plan. And, you know, I, I just got back from seeing my mom and dad, right? You know, just going down there, down to Florida, take care of them and make sure that they're, they're in good shape. And, some people know, most people don't. My mom's in a memory care facility. And my dad probably said, you know, once, if not a half dozen time, I am so glad your mom made me do a plan. It, you know, it's not just because she's in a long-term care facility, but, you know, the overall thing is he said, you know, there's no stress. He knows everything is taken care of. He doesn't have to worry. And, I, you know, and I guess that's why I bring it up. That's the point, because we all need a financial plan. So we're going to talk about that today, why that's important. Yeah, well, you come from a long list of 
planners and preppers. <laughs> that is that is certainly not well, something that you, is that's, foreign that's, to you. That is probably, uh, yes, I, I am a little OCD when yeah. it comes to that. That yeah. is for sure. I'm sorry. I, um, and, well, and that kind of goes hand in hand with my OCD, which is making a list, yeah, right? Uh, doing a financial checklist. You know, and these are things that we've talked about all year, but we're, we're hitting uh, the end of the year, you know, December 31st. So making sure that we're getting prepared for 2022. And then we're going to talk about, you know, some financial things uh, that we need to be prepared for and, and what we need to know going into 2022. So, yeah. You've done your hard work now, as as we would say to people, you've saved for retirement and yep. you've, you, the work has paid off. And we want people to know now that you've accumulated wealth, the question becomes clear, how are you going to fund your retirement? This is super complicated because having a portfolio isn't the same thing as having a plan, a comprehensive plan. <laughs> It, it is, you know, prior proper planning prevents pitifully oh, poor gosh. performance. You hate it when I say that. I right? do. I my dad do. uses my dad uses different vernaculars, <laughs> but uh, you know, I mean, everyone needs a plan, you know, and it doesn't mean you just have a bunch of investments, right, or a bunch of real estate, or a bunch of stocks, or a bunch of bonds, you know. And I mean, having a plan, it's it's really letting you know what you need to do when you need to do it when things go bad as as they sometimes do and that's that's the strategy right having a plan that is your strategy for a covid situation a pandemic a recession you know high inflation you know how can you continue to to battle the storm and and having a plan it gives you the ability to to reassess you know what your um, your risk budget I, I hate the risk tolerance right so the risk budget is you know how much you can afford losing and still be able to sleep at night versus how much can you financially afford to lose, right? And so your risk tolerance is somewhere in between there. You know, typical in investing, you know, the rule has always been, you know, when you retire a 60-40 split between stocks and bonds and, you know, the, the, the numbers and, I mean, show that that typically doesn't work. And what does that look like if you pull out 4% or 5% or 6% a year to be able to maintain your lifestyle? You know, are you going to be able to make sure that, you know, it, it lasts your, for the rest of your life? And in making sure that there are ways that you can diversify Understanding all the different investment options that you have once you turn 59 and a half um, so that you can take over your 401k and and have more control over it. And, you know, and that's why we, you know, the retirement fitness plan, it's, it's really putting together that strategy, everything that we talked about here. So you know what your, your plan is, your strategy. And it is specific to them. So what is. are some questions that, uh, you know, if you're getting ready to retire or you're recently retired, what, what are those questions that they should be asking themselves? You know, some of the, some of the questions that we get when families come in and we talk to them, um, you know, what's the number one thing, you know, cause when they retire, they go from getting that paycheck to having to create their own. So how much money? do I need? Where's that money going to be coming from? You know, how much am I going to be paying in taxes? You know, what if the market corrects? I mean, we've been on a 12 year bull run, you know, for all intents and purposes and you know, we're due. So is it going to be next year? Is it going to be the year after? Well, the ups and the downs have, have still been. Uh, and that's my next thing. It's the volatility. Yeah. Right. And then you have inflation. Okay, rising taxes, not just ordinary income tax, but you know, you've got your property taxes. So so if you're on a fixed income, as these property values continue to rise, what are they gonna do? 
they're going to reassess your property. And so you've got to account for those things and rising health care costs. You know, the the new inflation numbers just came out last week. So this is Monday. What is today's date? The 13th. 13th. December 13th. Yep. Sure. Um, so when this comes out, it'll probably be Friday, the, the 18th or 19th, whatever. Or no, 17th. Yep. So just to put it in perspective, uh, I think last week, the consumer price index, you know, inflation was just below 7%. I think it was 6.8, 6.9%. So, I mean, inflation is real. Um, Powell just said that it's not transitory. It's here to stay. So, I mean, these, how is that going to affect me? You know, God forbid, what happens if, um, you know, you you lose uh, your spouse? You know, what happens to your income? Do your taxes go up? And the answer could be yes to both, right? And, you know, here we, we work with a lot of um, state employees, teachers, um, you know, folks from Ohio State and, you know, the WEP offset. How does that impact Social Security for you and your spouse? And so, you know, these are some of the things that you really need to consider. Well, and that's kind of why the the overall, as we call it, the comprehensive plan. Why don't you go over what that incorporates? Yeah, um, you know, you, you, you got to have a written plan. It's got to be in writing. Right. It's like goals. Right. Goals are not goals, you know, if uh, unless they're written down. Right. If they're not written down, they're just dreams. Okay, And pencil (laughs) so that you can erase. Well, yeah, because they're going to change. But, you know, you got to cover all five areas. You've got income. Right. Um, How much do you need? Where it's going to come from? Your investments. You know, how do you make sure that your investments are protected? And, you know, if, if we have a correction, if we have a recession, you know, and again, inflation, taxes, you know, if we're in a rising tax environment, if we keep spending the way that we are, you know, how does that impact um, your health care and legacy planning? It's not just I say legacy because it incorporates the, you know, the new Secure Act with inherited IRAs, um, as well as the transitioning of, you know, those that own buildings. You know, how can you pass those on um, even before you pass away with, without having to uh, uh, absorb all those those uh, tax implications? Well, I can only tell you that from experience, it's something that you you think about, but it's the following through and it's, it's completing those, 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 for instance, I'm going to harp on legacy, but making sure your beneficiaries are set up the way that you want them set up for. And again, it's not just about that stuff should be all in writing. It should be all printed out, make sure it's all correct because these are the little things that, that cause people to get, you know, tripped up. Well, you're right. You're right. And, you know, we were just talking with um, uh, a young family last week. They came in, you know, in their late 30s, early 40s, uh, the the husband and wife. And, you know, we were talking about, you know, hey, what what happens if, if the market drops? What happens if we have a, you know, um, you know, a 2020? Right. When the, the mar- market drops over 37 percent in, you know, uh, less than 20 days or uh, and it doesn't recover in six months like it did or, you know, a 2008. Well, yeah, I mean, there is a big difference between, you know, having those kind of corrections when you're 29 and 39 as compared to 59 and 69. Okay, and um, this is all uncharted territory right now. I mean, we haven't had a bull market this long. I mean, we're... Well, they're already talking about increased interest rates after the first of the year. That's right. But they're talking that six months down the road. Well, and and interest rates, so the Fed policy, inflation, you know, all the impact that that has, um, you know, on, on your savings and your retirement. I mean, we've had unprecedented gains, you know, just over the last couple of years. 
dollars uh, were at an all-time high debt level, not just from a country, but on a corporate perspective, too. And that's without some of the bills being passed yet. It, well, uh, yes. And we've got so, another tr- $3 trillion that they're trying to pass. Actually, uh, or, yeah, they're, yeah. They're actually saying it. it It'll well, cost $3 trillion. Yeah, yeah. That'll add $3 trillion to the national debt. I mean, global uncertainty, what's going around between Russia and China, the cyber security, right? Remember last year with all the, the, the fuel and the gas, um, you know, all these different things. And that's why it's so important to have a plan. You know, if you have a plan, it really does help you weather the storm. It's It helps. It, it prevents you from making emotional decisions. Yeah. Yep. I mean, and, and that's really the key. Well, um what are if we're going to go back and we're going to look at the holidays everything that's coming into play and what as far as the checklist is concerned since everybody is on that boat anyway let's take a look at what that list might look like yeah i mean you, when you look at doing a list, right, you, I mean, you need to make sure that, you know, because you could live 30 or 40 years in retirement. So you want to make sure that you're you're doing everything, you're making your list and you're, you're checking it twice, right? So December 31st, I mean, that's a big deadline for a lot of things. Number one, your 401ks, right? You need to make sure if you want to fully fund it, if you're 15 and older, you can put away uh, 26000 into your 401k whether it be on the Roth side or the pre-tax side. If you're under the age of 50, it's 19500 right? And that's for 2021. Also, the last day to make charitable donations for 2021 is December 31st, okay? Even if you don't itemize, you know, your tax deductions, you can deduct up to $300 in additional charitable donations as an individual or 600 you know, if you're, if you're filing married, all right. Mm-hmm. And also, don't forget, if you're 72 or older, all right, you, you've got to do your RMDs. Yeah. And since nobody had an RMD that they had to take last year, it's it's a little bit different this year in the sense that it's <laughs> it's it's a new year. It and is. And you have to take it. And that penalty, again, if you don't take your RMD is steep. It is. It's 50 percent, the largest penalty in the tax code. Okay. Now it's different with the Secure Act. Okay. If you have an inherited IRA, you have ten years to, to withdraw it. All right. Now if they turned seventy two the year in which they passed, you may have to take out RMDs before the end of the year. But the way the Secure Act works is you can take out ten percent per year, you can skip a year and take out twenty percent next year. Uncle Sam doesn't care. They just want all of it out and completely emptied by the end of 10 years. Okay. So again, I'm going to reiterate back to that. You said that if they are under the age of 72 when they passed, that- It's the 10-year rule. It's the 10-year rule. But if they were 72 or older, then taking the RMD- If they turn 72, they may have to take their RMD- Right. That year, just check with your tax advisor. Right. Um, or give us a call. Mm-hmm. We'll go through it with you. We'll go through it. Or if they were already 72 and taking RMDs and they hadn't yet, then no matter what, you're going to have to take it this year. Some of the other things that you want to do is I always tell people, you know, we're, we're doing this next week. We're meeting with uh, and this week too, meeting with companies. We manage the 401ks. And one of the things we review every year in, it's the beneficiary statements. That's exactly what I was talking about earlier. That's kind of. Yeah. You, you want to make sure that goes to the legacy planning, right? Um, and make sure if you have a will or a trust, um, your, your pay on death, your transfer on death, you know, everything is titled properly. 
in Medicare, okay, the, the last day to enroll was December 7th. However, if you have an Advantage plan, you know, enrollment season runs from January 1st to the end of March, March 31st. So don't forget about that. If you have an FSA, flexible spending account, you know, it's a use it or lose it. I was just going to say that's different than an HS, an HSA. An HSA is yours. yours. If you don't use it, you get to keep it and for, you know, until you need it. But a lot of companies, you know, like us, you can wait and go into the next year, um, but they have to be used by March 15th. Okay. Okay. And, and you know, because of the CARES Act, they, they changed a lot of the rules for the FSA. Now they can go towards the co-pays, dental care, vision, vitamins, you know, over-the-counter drugs. Um, I think even glasses now. <laughs> yeah. I think, right? <laughs> glasses and contacts. Well, I may what, want to check on that. I said that, but I may want to double check. Well, yeah. I, so let's talk about how to lower your tax bill. How can they look at lowering the tax bill by acting now? If you do Roth conversions, okay, or if you do backdoor Roth. So we, we talked about this last time. You know, lowering your tax bill, You Uncle Sam is getting their money, okay? The, the families, a lot of them that we work with, they decide how and when to pay their taxes, this tax bill hasn't gone through yet, so taxes haven't gone up. We know for sure, no matter what, taxes are going up in, in 2026, starting January 1st. So doing those Roth conversions now, um, you may pay a little bit more. But again, you know, working with your CPA and, and us, your financial advisor, I mean, you're going to be able to figure out exactly what that cost is going to be and come up with uh, the best plan possible. Um, or, you know, we had a situation where we were working with a family because it's not a one size fits all. It doesn't make sense for everyone. You know, the family that we were working with uh, and talked to uh, last week, um, because of the real estate situation that they had, you know, they, they were taking a large sum of money last year, this year in 2021, and again next year. And so it threw them into the highest tax bracket. So doing a Roth conversion didn't make any sense. But what did was putting money away pre-tax. And then, you know, starting in, in 2023, he's going to be retired. Okay. Um, he, he has enough years in, you know, for the state. And so, you know, his health insurance is going to kick in and their income is going to be down than doing their Roth incomes, conversions. Yeah, Even if taxes go up, that's going to make sense. So it's, you know, it's, it's, everything's on a one-on-one situation. Doing those charitable donations before December 31st is also important. Well, again, we've harped on this a lot, but more than me is prepared for the holiday seasons. You got to do the same thing for your retirement. You've got to be prepared. You do. And you know, it's it's funny, just like with vacations, um, Christmas is the same way. People spend more time preparing for Christmas and vacations than they do for their own retirement. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they really do. So, I mean, you really have to look at it a little bit differently. Well, I think it's more scary to entertain what that looks like, complete lack of control in retirement when that paycheck stops. When you're planning for a vacation or... It's fun. <laughs> you just always... You're like, ooh. I'll, ah, ma- yeah. I'll make up for this later. I'll make up for this later. So, so. But that's how you have to look at it with retirement, too. You know, like gifts. You know, I, I get excited when I, you know, give people things. I mean, it's exciting. But that's how you have to look at retirement. You know, wow. I'm, I'm giving my spouse, my family security, you know, because I know that as things go crazy and go awry, or if they go smooth, no matter what the situation is, we're going to be all right. But this is also when we 
start focusing on budget, budget, budget. Yes. This is something that, um, I again, it's taken me a really, really long time to come full circle on the fact that they're, the reason budgets are established is so that there is not such a shock to your system when you're living within more of a fixed income. You know, um, when you're living within, that is just the way it is. You You get used to it, and that's just the way it is. It also makes it so much nicer when you're able to, you know, the savings that you put into something like Christmas or going on vacation. And paying Boy, for it up front. Uh, exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's why you, you're exactly right. And that's, you know, uh, a good segue into what's coming up in 2022, right? I mean, there there's a lot of changes to contributions, but, you know, we tell everyone, you know, especially the participants in the 401k plans that, that we manage, if you can increase your savings, you know, just 1% of your, you're not going to miss it, right? But it's the compounding effect, you know, Darren Hardy's book, <laughs> The Compounding Effect. I mean, it really does have a huge effect at the end of the day. And especially if you're young or your kids, right? You're teaching your kids and your grandkids, hey, just put 1% each year. Yeah, I mean, because now we're, we have a lot of clients and we're, now we're working with our kids. Yeah. And I was just having this conversation with this, this one young man who is just, um, you know, watching him grow up over the years. He's graduating from Ohio State, got a great job. And, you know, as, as we're going through this, I said, look, you know, you have your budget. This is what you can save. Enjoy the rest. And then next year, just keep adding 1% each year. And if you do that, we did the calculation and I said, you know, based on, and life is going to change. And if you get married yep. and have kids and everything else, but. You know, all that aside, based on what you're saying, you know, if we do thing everything the right way, you could retire by the age of, you know, 47. He's like, wow. But these are conversations that I think you've had with some of our other clients where, you know, you 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 started being started their early. being their advisor when they were very young and getting the process going. It's not quite so painful. And again, when I say that savings. And and when you physically touch something and and place it into an account, I'm just going to use, or it's just automatically taken out of your account. Sometimes when you don't see it and you don't know that it even goes there, it's the best. Out of sight, out of mind. It really is. You know, and you're just, and you're being a good steward. We have some friends of ours that have been clients. He's a dentist and actually I started working with him before, I think it was before he even graduated from dental school. And he retired early at the age of, you know, 40. And the reason is, I mean, he was already focused. You know, he he was a, a businessman whose chosen profession happened to be dentistry. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and he's done so much more with his life. But you know, he was a good steward of his money. He saved and saved and saved, and he understood. You know, why it was so important to have a plan. Why it was so important to save. You know, that whole philosophy, like you know, your mom and dad, my mom and dad. You know, hey, pay yourself first. Right. Yep. Um, and, and take advantage of the free money. If, if your company offers a retirement plan and they have a match, make sure you're getting the free match. Well, and that's something else that I think we should um, zero in on, because a lot of times I will hear younger people talk about, oh, that my, my salary is is much less. And then I my next question is, what about your benefits? What do your benefits look like? Because yeah, a lot insurance. of times oh, that yeah. is completely discounted that there is a four, five, six percent match when indeed that is just 
that is your salary. That is part of your salary. And you should be adding that in. The fact that you have to save it should not be. That's well, not- but you know what? Yeah, it, I, I look at it, you know, um, especially with the, the families that own companies that we, that we work with. Uh, they're doing it to encourage their uh, their team. Yeah. Right, to, to save more, just like we do here, right? I mean, I want to encourage people to to be vested, you know, in their own retirement. Uh, because Social Security, I mean, who knows? I mean, well, you yeah, hear you different don't. numbers, 2034, 2029, 2026, you know, 20. I mean, it's all over the place. But what we do know is that we can save um, for our own retirement. And, and that's a big deal because... You know, next year, some of the rules change a little bit. You can actually put more away in your 401k. So right now, if you're under the age of 50, uh, you can only put away 19500 But that goes up $1,000 mm-hmm. next year to, to 20500 All right. The catch-up provision, if you're 50 and older, is still $6,500. So if you're 50 and older, you can actually put away 27000 Now, why is that important? Depending on your income level, you can put all of that into a Roth, the Roth option in your 401k, all right? Uh, and, and we also have clients that um, work for a company, so they're, they're an employee that they have no ownership in, and they participate in the 401k, and then they also have their own company on the side, and they can put money into a SEP that kind of helps offset you know, those, those contributions, Right. So there's a lot of things that you need to look at. You know, the the uh, um, the IRA limits, they haven't changed. They're exactly the same as they were in 2021. Yep. Uh, the simple IRA contributions, you know, they did increase by a whopping five hundred dollars <laughs> yeah. right, from thirteen yeah. five to, to fourteen thousand. You know, so, you know, these are the things as far as what you're able to save. That's what's changing for 2022. Some of the other big things, Social well, Security. Social Security. So right. wanna, yeah, that. I mean, the COLA cost of living adjustment is it was based on the CPI consumer price index um, for Which the last is quarter. A whopping five point nine. That's huge. It, it is. I but, think it's the, the biggest increase in almost forty years. I and, think, or maybe forty one, something like that. And that's kind of where you don't know what Congress is going to do, whether they are indeed going to halt on COLA down the road or not. Well, I mean, but, so it came out at five point nine, but then the new CPI just came out last week, and it's it's, you know, 6.8. Okay. So it's not even covering the inflation not even. rate. Okay. And, you know, and if you're a federal employee um, and, you know, SERS, you get the, the full COLA, right? Uh, because you, you don't get Social Security. Um, but if you're a, a federal employee and you're on FERS and you're under the age of 62, you don't. So, there, I mean, there's some give and take here. Yeah. You get that step up, you know, to, to cover the Social Security, right, until you turn the age of 62. So, I mean, and that's a big deal. You know, some of the other things is that, uh, you know, full retirement age, the, the maximum Social Security benefit is going to be $3,345 per month, all right? And if you're claiming at the age of 70, and that's a full retirement age, at the age of 70, it's almost $4,200 per month. So that's a big difference. So then everyone says, all right, well, should I wait until the age of 70? Or should I claim it now? Or should I claim it at the age that's of 62? The, that break even is really important. It, it, it that's why on, you need a plan. Yeah. It's all about the math. Everything is about the math because yeah. everyone's situation is a little bit different. And now here's the other thing too. The social security tax is going to increase on wages earned from 142000 to 147000 Right, so that's that uh, almost fifteen percent, you know, total tax between the the employer match, 
uh, or the employer contribution as well as the employee's contribution. It's a 50-50 split, right? So a, a lot of the the um, business owners that we work with, because they own the business, they cover both sides of that for themselves. So that's kind of a big deal, knowing those numbers. Well, now's the time to create the plan. So uh, with uh, Social Security, maxing out your Social Security, the retirement income plan and an investment strategy, or it, are we looking at, do we do it all? Yeah, I, I mean, that's why you have, you, you, you've got to look at and figure out where you're at right now. I mean, what's going to make the most sense for, for you? I mean, and, and that's why you have to have that strategy because everyone's situation is just a little bit different. I, I mean, from one family to the next, when they come in, I mean, it's third, it's night and day. Well, and we used to a while ago there, I mean, there, there are tons of seminars around about maxing your social security and when should you take it and, and all those things. But inevitably there's a list of questions. There's a whole list of questions that you should be asking. What are some of the things that they should be considering before claiming social security? Longevity. All right. Time value of money. I mean, it's all based on the math. I mean, it really, really is. You know, how many other assets do I have? How are they positioned? Where are they positioned? You know, do I have enough to cover? Uh, How much did I make within the last two years? Right. Because you have the means based testing uh, when it comes to, to Medicare. All right. Social Security, if you're still working um, and you're over that 44,000, you know, 44,000 and over, 85% of it is going to be taxed if, you know, married. Okay. So these are all the things that you need to look at. At the end of the day, it's how much money do you get to keep? I mean, that's that's really what it comes down to and making sure that your money lasts throughout the rest of your life. Well, again, the hardest part of retirement planning is figuring out how to replace that paycheck. What's going on with all of the details as you're narrowing in on that budget? All those things basically just point to a plan. Here at EGSI, <laughs> it does. Here at EGSI, we look at your personal, your unique situation, and we create a strategy to protect your savings from inflation, put together a plan that is specific using our proprietary retirement fitness plan and to help you enjoy retirement and have the retirement that you've always dreamed of. If you would like to schedule a complimentary year-end financial review, please give us a call. Our number Our office number is (laughs) 614-526-4118, or you can go online at egsifinancial.com and schedule uh, right onto our calendar there for uh, a complimentary year-end financial review. Thanks, Ed. Thanks, Leanne, and and from to all of you from our EGSI family to, to everyone out there, we wish everyone a very blessed and Merry Christmas and a happy, healthy, and prosperous 2022. Merry Christmas. tested your fitness level, not your workout routine. I'm talking about your financial endurance, because if saving to a 401k is the extent of your effort, it is time for you to start shaping up. And Ed Sedell is here to help you do that with the retirement trainer. It's his podcast to help you examine your financial stamina and learn the questions you should be asking and areas to focus on to help you get to that place you've been working so hard for a happy, comfortable retirement. And it's not as hard as some might have made you believe. Ed's broken it down into five 
five simple steps. It's the retirement fitness plan, which he personally created to help clarify key areas of your financial life. Learn more about the retirement fitness plan at egsifinancial.com. Then subscribe, follow, and listen to the retirement trainer on Apple Podcasts, your iHeart app, or whichever podcast platform you prefer. Investment advisory services offered through EGSI Investment Management, DBA EGSI Financial Group, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through EGSI Financial Services, Inc., Ohio license number 102. 